Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans, for Auburn fans. We're Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband and co-host, Kyle, to discuss the War Eagle invite on April 16th and 17th. You know how I love to pull the curtain back on stuff, right? Oh, Can we just address how big a trooper you are here today with a massive sinus headache doing this for us? That's fair. That's how much I love outdoor track. So listen, folks, I want you to appreciate the amount of work this girl puts into this show and working through a headache. So that's my one thing. That's you, true. Thanks you know, for... You know, normally you open up the show by like complimenting me and I always wonder what's the catch. That's true. You're not wondering what's the catch with me. That's true. I'm not wondering what's the catch. You're my big. head is just like pounding, so I can't really wonder. I'm just thinking, wow, you're actually <laughs> sweet tonight. Every once in a while I have my moments. Other thing to pull the curtain back. You know how I said I was going to go to the meet this past week. I was wondering if you were going to address this. Okay, tell the viewers. So, the listeners. Is it a view? It's not a viewer. It's a listener. Listeners, yes. Well, that's You know, you can't really. I mean, if we had a video podcast, maybe one day. I would not look cute right now. No, you would Oh! <laughs> There's the catch. Wow. I was kidding. I was wow. kidding. I was kidding. I was kidding. All right. Wow. I've already dug myself a hole. Five seconds in. <laughs> um, so I announced that I was going to be at the meet this week and a couple of times. You know, I was going to try to go throughout the weekend. Yeah. Well, I was there, but, but it not, was not open to the public. I was not allowed to go in. Like, literally. So I drove and I had read somewhere that they had said that. But I was like, surely they're just writing that and they're not going to really, like, guard the gate what a ding dong but so i went to actually heritage park which is where the big pond is next to the barn because yep. there's a parking a uh, little lot over there that you can go to the parking so i parked there walked over uh past the red barn across the field to the track field <laughs> is there a point in this story i'm setting the stage oh, Jessica. oh okay setting the stage setting Sheesh. the mood and I walk up there, and sure enough, it even says, closed to the public. But I'm for sure I saw enough people walking in that were clearly not associated with the track and field program. And I'm like, okay, somebody had to, like, maybe professors were let in there, maybe stu- I, some type of family, I'm sure, was let in there. I don't know, but it seemed, there was clearly a sign, there was somebody monitoring the gate, and I didn't really want to get in trouble with my very first start of the weekend. So I was Thank like, you, you know... It was it was disappointing though because it was awesome weather to be at a track and field and meet. it was an awesome meet. It was there were so many good and like literally I was getting updates on my phone especially Aww. as I was driving on the way back on Saturday and I was like I could have been there watching that happen right now. Yep, yep, that's yep. the most disappointing, especially like Joyce Camelli winning that steeplechase and getting the nation's top time. Mm. Like how cool would that have been to see? I just want to see someone run the steeplechase. That's all I want. I mean, honestly, like I don't, even if it's not Joyce Camelli, I just want to just watch this feat happen. Well, I can go out and put up a hurdle in our yard and run through some mud and run around the neighborhood real quick. And then that'd be pretty entertaining. It me. honestly would be for all of our neighbors. 
Okay, so Kyle, you want to hit us with some meat highlights real quick, and then we'll get into all the results, because it was a really good meet for Auburn. Yep, so this is the War Eagle Invitational. We'll start off with Tyler Cobert, who won the women's 400-meter hurdles with a PR as well. I'm trying something new here, just FYI. I'm leaving a little mystery when I say there was a PR. You have to listen to all the results to hear the actual PR. Malik Medivir won the men's 400-meter uh, hurdle. So that's two wins on the 400-meter hurdles. Uh-huh. Men and, and, and women. women. That's what I like to see. You love the sweeps. I do. Christopher Grant won the men's 100-meter with a PR as well. And Adam Strauff won the men's shot put with a PR too. There you go. So the women's 4-by-1-meter, 100-meter they won first place as well. Like I said, Joyce Camelli won that 3,000-meter steeplechase and placed the nation's top time and broke her own school record in the 3,000-meter steeplechase. Mm. Eric Brown won the men's 1,500-meter. And then Silas Kipnitik won the men's 3,000-meter steeplechase. So, all in all, we had a lot of wins. Let me just... Do you feel like this weekend was better than last weekend? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. I know we haven't gone through the whole thing yet, but like... I felt like there were more highlights in the previous meet than there Correct. were at our own home meet. But this time, I had this many highlights. They were all first place. And here's the other thing, too, is there's a lot of new names. Not new names. We've been talking a lot about this. Oh, we have like, a couple of new names. Mo Salama. I'm pretty excited to hear about him. <laughs> kind of because it reminds me of Salami. I am so sure he appreciates you making <laughs> that reference with his name. And I'm I sure mean, I said that, that with all, like, good. Lo- in yeah. love and respect. Absolutely. I like salami. That's a good lunch food. But I'm also sure he's not heard that before. Oh, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) But I do feel like this was a really good meet for Auburn. I think there were a lot more teams than there were, or a lot more competitors than two years ago at the War Eagle Invite. Obviously, 2020, we did not have this meet because of... Still a travesty. That stupid virus. But um, I think there were a lot of people that came out. We had a lot of competitors, so it's... It was a really good meet. Real quick, can we just talk through the frustration about me not being let in? What is the logic behind not letting me into a track and field meet, but letting 40,000 people into a football stadium? Listen. Not even 40,000, 20,000. I don't work for Auburn, so I can't say, but it doesn't make sense to me either. Because, the, A, they're never packed. I'm sorry. Like, that's just the way it is. It is it, that's exactly it. And it's a travesty because all y'all are missing out. Exactly. But, but you're exactly right. They're and never this, packed. This was a weekend where people could have taken in with beautiful weather. Yep. A-day weekend. This is what I preach and tell people. If you want to have the best Auburn experience, you need to spend all weekend there and go to do as much as you can. Yep. And this and basically the only thing that was available was football. And then if you, had a, if you somehow scored a softball ticket. But you know what? 2022. A-Day weekend's going to be crunk. <laughs> Did you? Did right, the people have... still say crunk? No, Jessica, honey. Oh. oh, my. Your headache. It is definitely messing with you right now. Oh, wow. Okay. What well, do the youngins say? Uh, it's going to be lit. It's going to be exciting. Uh, wow. Okay. I want to get us started before she just really goes off the rails here further than she already is. If y'all could only see how much he was pinching me right now. <sighs> like your mom pinching the fat on the back of your arm. In, you church. Know, in yeah, church. Yeah. That's you right now. That's me. All right. The men's 100 meter dash. Three competitors to talk about. We already mentioned Christopher Grant won the whole dang thing of 35 competitors total. 
His time was 10 seconds, 10.42 seconds, a much better run for him than his previous one at the Florida Relays. Well, I mean, it was a PR, so. Well, I'm just saying it was a pretty significant increase there, 0.09, if I'm doing my math real quick in my head. Good job. Jason Reese, 11 out of 35 with a run of 10.65 seconds. And then, as you made fun of his name, Mo Salama. I didn't make fun of it! 35 out of 35 with a run of 12.65. Zero two seconds. Can we just talk about poor Jason Reese? Because I've been there, clearly not this fast, but where you run the exact same time, multiple races in a row. He's run 10.65 three times this season mm-hmm. out of one, two, three, four, wait, five meets. He's run this. I mean, he's competed in four meets in this event and right. three out of the four, this has been his time. Yeah. Literally, there is nothing more frustrating. I can understand that. I mean... Not even a one hundredth of a second faster. Like, oh, that used to. I when I ran the four hundred, I I was slow, but for high school I was decent. I ran in sixty two seconds. I ran the four hundred, which we're about to see that that was kind of slow compared to these people. But listen, I ran sixty two seconds for a whole season. A whole season, I did not get any better. I didn't get any worse. I didn't get any better, and there was nothing more frustrating. This is what grinds her gears. So, question: Let's put on our coach's hat for a second. If you're Coach Ralph Spry, and we're not trying to do his job, obviously he is much better qualified to do this. No, but, but at this point, do you kind of just stop him competing on that for the rest Are you of the nuts? year? And then, no! and then let him try to build work towards maybe postseason doing that nope. again if he's already leveled out. Nope. Just because you quote unquote level out, that doesn't mean you stop trying. True. Do you give up in algebra when you level out at a yes. C? Absolutely I no. did. Absolutely. No. But also I don't think a, he hasn't leveled out. It's just a fluke. And B, he's going to do better. It's a pretty consistent fluke. All right, the men's 200-meter dash. Jason Reese, as we were just talking about, got 7th out of 41 competitors. A lot of people. 21.41 seconds was his run. Also a lot better than he's run this season. Yep. So if he was looking for improvement, he got it in the other there area. There you go. Not <laughs> mad at that. So then we've got the men's 400-meter dash. We only had Brandon Smiley competing. He placed 13th out of 25 with a time of 48.91 seconds. Then the men's 4x4. I don't actually know the athletes that competed in this, so I'm sorry for that. They placed 5th out of 6 teams and ran it in a time of 3 minutes, 26.2 seconds. So about 9 seconds slower than they did a couple meets ago. So um, may have been some different competitors. I'm not really sure. But we're probably looking at some combination of Dante Brown, Giovanni Murray, some probably in that mix, if we had to guess. Brandon Smiley, Brandon. obviously, since he ran the 400 right. meter dash, right. I would think he'd run the 4x4, but you just don't know. Absolutely. Um, Sorry, go ahead. The it's men's 800 meter. We've got Ryan Kinane, who finished 11th out of 21 with a time of 1 minute, 54.1 seconds. Evan Rogers, 13th out of 21 with a time of 1 minute, 54.4 seconds. A slight improvement for Evan in his last attempt in this event. The men's 1500 meter run. Eric Brown, first out of nine competitors. Three minutes, 47.4 seconds. Followed by Tommy McDonough, who got third out of nine competitors with a run of three minutes, 48.1 seconds. A big improvement for Tommy and Eric getting the win as well. Yeah, definitely. So the men's 5,000 meter, we actually had three competitors. Carson Bedix placed 10th out of 15 competitors with a time of 14 minutes, 37.8 seconds. Then Jackson Thomas, his first time competing in this event during outdoor, placed 13th in a time of 14 minutes, 44.4 seconds. (laughs) He loves those fours. 
Then Dustin Lewis placing 15th with a time of 15 minutes, 8.8 seconds. Not Dustin's best run, as it was less than what he had gotten previously. Yeah, so I'm guessing something happened. Probably. Happened? Something happened? Happened. You know, I'm from Boston. I don't know how they talk up there, but... Let's talk about about everyone's favorite event in the entire world, because it makes the most sense in the world. The steeplechase! Literally, who comes up with this? Like... We need to... I, let me Google. Are you really I just want to know... This? I want to know when the steeplechase was created. All right. So the men's 3,000 meter steeplechase while she's looking that up. Silas Kipnendick won the whole dang thing. Eight competitors total. Nine minutes point... Uh, nine... Excuse me. Minutes. 9.2 seconds. Followed by Jack Rogers, who got third out of eight competitors. Nine minutes, 16.1 seconds. So that's their first time competing that. There's not a lot of people, I think, that are set up for that. But Auburn is to have this competition. That's exactly right. The men's 110-meter hurdles, we had Oquindo Bernard, 8th out of 17 competitors, 14.68 seconds for his run. Craig Clark, 12th out of 17, 15.16 seconds. And then David Edmondson, 14th out of 17, 15.35 seconds. I always love seeing new athletes compete in these events. So Craig is not new to Auburn, but new to the men's 110-meter hurdles this season. Right. So I always think that's exciting and did pretty well. Well, and if people are asking, why are we seeing so many new names or new names in new events? You, it's much easier because you're at home. Exactly. And so you don't have to worry about travel expenses, COVID restrictions, all this stuff. You can actually beat the most people here yep. and names that you're not used to seeing all the time. Absolutely. So moving on to the men's 400 meter hurdles, we have Malik Medivere placing first with his time of 50.42 seconds. There were 15 competitors. Then Caden Seal placing seventh with a time of 53.72 seconds, his fastest time this outdoor season. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, moving on to the men's throwing events. Whoop, nope. Whoop. I lied. Jumping and throwing, though. I love it. The men's field events is what I should have said. We have Dontavious Hill placing third in the men's high jump out of 12 competitors with a jump of 2.15 meters. And TJ Funches placing seventh with a jump of 2.0 meters. TJ hasn't completely leveled out, but he's gotten two meters three different times this season. So he's kind of found... But he did get that 2.12 meters. So obviously he can do better. Right. But, you know, he's kind of found a little bit of consistency. And then Dontavious is kind of not necessarily leveled out, but he kind of hit his mid... His middle. Middle yeah, right there. Maybe sure. a little bit closer to his lower end jump, but, you know, still still some room for him to improve. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about the pole vault. James Corson, second out of five competitors with a jump of 5.1 meters. A vault. I know. I was waiting for you to... That's like our that. that's our shtick, you know. We we argue. That's over. the new shtick this year. Not me talking about sand traps the entire. That was cross country. That was cross country. Sorry, that's there the shtick no over traps. there. Well, except the steeplechase. There's <laughs> all kinds of traps in the steeplechase. <laughs> Matthew Asplin, fourth out of five in the pole vault, uh, four point eight meters for him. The long jump, John Murray, 11 out of 15 competitors, six point four two meters. That's a big improvement for him yeah. in the long jump. Hey Auburn family, we're going to take a quick breather from this episode to bring you an important message. One of the most well-known things about Auburn fans is how loyal they are, and we show that loyalty by the colors that we wear. Let us help you stock up on those colors by going over to our tpublic.com store. There you'll find a variety of merchandise geared towards designs based on E2C Network and Auburn content. While TeePublic is known for their t-shirts, they have a wide selection of merchandise options for you to select one of these designs to be put on. 
They also have other types of apparel, stickers, mugs, and much more. Here's the beauty of it. Your purchase will help support this network and the content that we regularly produce. The purchase will also go to support independent artists who put a lot of hard work into designing these concepts, especially for you, the Auburn family. And did I mention that they regularly have sales? T-shirts for $13? You have to be kidding me. If you're ready to explore your purchase options, head on over to tpublic.com slash store slash E2C network. You can also get there by going to our website at e2cnetwork.com slash support. Now that you've got some options to suit up for game day, let's head back into this episode. So moving on now to the throwing events. I knew they were coming. The men's shot put, we had Adam Strauff placing first out of 17 competitors with a throw of 18.4 meters, a PR for him. And then Mo Salama placing 16th with a throw of 10.14 meters, his first time competing. That's a big improvement for Adam. Yes, hence the PR. I know, but I'm just saying Yeah, look, we started the season at 17.23, and now we're at 18.40. So he's like gotten, I'm trying to make sure I track it, almost every time gotten better, if not just staying consistent. Yeah. And then he just kind of explodes out of here with a uh, 18.4 meters. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm excited about that. And it was really cool. They had it on um, Instagram, I think, his mm -hmm. throw. Yeah, it must have been Instagram. Yeah, they put it on Instagram since I couldn't see it in person. Right. but Not bitter. That was kind of cool. So anyway, men's hammer throw. Eric Ebel placing second out of 21 with a throw of 62.8 meters. And Kyle Moisson. Moisson is mm. how I say it. I know you hate saying that. But. <laughs> Ooh, messed that one up. Placing fourth with a throw of 60.91 meters, which is his best this outdoor season. Just so close from getting us a bronze to go with that silver yep. in that event. Let's round out all of the men's events here with the men's javelin throw. Three competitors to talk about. Kate Antonucci got that silver out of 17 competitors. 70.99 meter throw for him, which is oddly not his best, yeah. not his worst either. And he still got a silver in that. Eric Ebel, eighth out of 17 with a throw of 59.83 meters. And then Josh Wallace, 13th out of 17, 56.16 meters. Then the discus, Kyle Moisson, as Jessica loves that mm. word. <laughs> it's probably not how you even pronounce it. No, I don't think so. Seventh out of 27 competitors. That's a lot for the discus. Is that normal? Um, I don't think so, but apparently the throwing events were really exciting at so, the War Eagle So that tells me something. There's not a lot of other track uh, setups that are as good as Auburn's maybe. That's a big inference. I'm just saying. I mean, if you've got this many people comp competing in that particular event, you don't see that throughout the season. And we've been to some places that are known for their track and field. That's true. I'm just saying. Okay, we'll go with it. I got Kyle. my orange and blue glasses on. I, I know. Yes, you do. And literally orange and blue clothes on. Oh, wow. Really? Well, that's great. But anyway. Well, uh, you could have <laughs> just let the people believe it. Kyle got 7th out of 27 with a throw of 49.69 meters. And then Eric Ebel and John Murray, this is their first time competing in this this year. Eric, 22nd. Had to work through that there. He got a throw of 40.67 meters. And then John Murray, 26th out of 27 competitors. 35.73 meters. That is all the men. All right. Moving on to the ladies. We had the women's 100 meter dash. 34 competitors. Destiny Charles placing fifth with a time of 11.77 seconds. Her fastest this season. I will say it is kind of hard going from looking for a lower number. versus yeah. a higher number going from track to field. It is. It is interesting. Especially when you got a foggy head with a headache. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> but... I wish I could use that as an excuse every time. I'm just an idiot sometimes. Eh. 
So, then we had Hope Igbenogany in the 100 meter, placing 20th out of 34 with a time of 12.12 seconds. And Patrice Moody placing 29th, her first time competing in the 100 meter dash this season with a time of 12.41 seconds. Destiny has her best. Hope kind of is like right in the middle and then obviously a debut for Patrice there. Yeah. So, moving on to the 200 meter dash, we had Myra Mack placing 17th with a time of 24.54 seconds her fastest this season. And then Patrice Moody also competed in this, 34th out of 44 competitors, with a time of 25.72 seconds, which is her fastest in the 200 meter this season. The women's 800 meter, we've got Jennifer Dietrichs, 9th out of 26 competitors, with a run of 2 minutes, 11.8 seconds, followed by Sam Rogers, or Samantha Rogers, 12th out of 26, run of 2 minutes, 13.2 seconds, and then Lindsay Grenier, someone we haven't seen since the very first meet of the season for outdoor. Uh, she got 26 out of 26 with a run of 2 minutes, 45.7 seconds. Pretty consistent for her. Yeah. So moving on to the 5,000 meter. So we had two competitors, two first-time outdoor 5,000 meter competitors this season. Faith Bet placing fourth out of 17 competitors with a time of 16 minutes, 49.6 seconds. Followed by Louisa McPherson placing 15th with a time of 17 minutes, 34.9 seconds. Now onto that women's 3,000 meter steeplechase where Joyce Camelli got the nation's fastest time, beat her own Auburn record, got first place, got a gold, named it all, PRs, you know, all the things. She got first place out of eight competitors in nine minutes, 38 seconds flat. She also skinned up her knees quite a bit, but she is doing better per the Twitters whoa, whoa, or the Instagrams. Whoa, whoa, what happened to her knees? Well, I reckon she fell. <laughs> I'm not sure, but they were skinned up. But she's doing all right, just in case anybody wanted to know. Okay, well, she still got first for all her efforts there. She got first. She got the nation's top time. She got a PR, and she got a gold medal. So imagine this. Like, you you dominate, win the national championship individually in that event in indoors. You take a little bit of a break. You come back, and you still dominate at the beginning of your outdoor participation. Wait, you know she didn't compete in the steeplechase indoors no but i'm just right? talking about just in general her okay okay competing. okay i see i'm just and making sure you don't was, think there's a steeplechase inside and then i was getting to the and then you just start this ridiculous thing here for the very first time this season for you even though you've done it previously in other seasons and you dominate that as well that's fair she is an athlete like no other so are you saying that the steeplechase is your 400 meter hurdles you know no. I feel about the 400 meter hurdles and I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Do you feel like the I'm more chases? fascinated by it than frustrated by it? Oh, I'm not frustrated by the 400 meter hurdles. I just think these are the top athletes of the world okay, that can compete then, in that. Then that is a fair comparison. Okay. Very good. Right. So, but not only did we have Joyce Camelli, because that is fabulous, but let's not take away from Francis Patrick, right. who got a bronze medal in the same event. First time competing this season with a time of 11 minutes, 5.7 seconds. So we, we did, took home the gold and the bronze. We needed one more person competing. I know. So we could just, just wipe out all three. I mean, Joyce is good enough. She could have taken first and second probably. But well, anyway. you know. And Francis could have too. <laughs> second and third. You never know. Absolutely. All right. The women's 100 meter hurdles. We've got Natasha Jordan, ninth out of 27 with a run and jump of 13 points. With, with the, all the things. With all the things. She just didn't throw anything. She threw oh, herself right. over the hurdle. There you go. 13.92 seconds was her run. That seems to be her fastest time so far. Looking awesome. at it across the board here. The women's 400 meter hurdles. Tyler Colbert, first out of 17, getting the gold for us. 58.87 seconds. 
That Not, is her fastest time this season. And and coming with the gold, that's just like a double whammy win there. Yes. Nia Benton Andrews, 6th out of 17, 61.05 seconds. And Layla Hasbrock, I think I pronounced that right. I like it. 13th out of 17, her first time, 65.65 seconds for her run. Yeah, do you remember, remember when I mentioned that I couldn't get past 62 seconds in the 400 meter? Yeah. That was without hurdles. These ladies are doing it faster than I did and launching themselves over hurdles. Don't beat yourself up. That's really disappointing. <laughs> and now I feel like a failure. <laughs> Moving on to the women's 4x100. They were first place out of six teams. I'm really impressed with mm-hmm. this. They had Tyler Cobert, Nia Bitton-Andrews, Myra Mack, and Destiny Charles, and they ran it in a time of 44.92 seconds. And see, this is why I'm so disappointed I wasn't there, because I was there two seasons ago at the War Eagle Invite and watched when Sean Shivers was in it, and they won the whole dang thing, and I saw the last turn and handoff. And that was, was men. But I'm just saying, the uh, not seeing this event and a win yeah. is disappointing because I know is it how not excited. so exciting? It was very because like I was right there at the last yes. handoff and saw, and it was close too. Yes. Like how if all the Auburn four was... by one, oh my gosh, it is so close the whole time. Now you see why I preach, you know, handoffs, um, handoffs, handoffs, handoffs. So moving on to the women's four by four, I don't know the team that competed in this. I'm so sorry, but Auburn did place fourth out of six teams. With a time of 3 minutes, 47.9 seconds. So an almost 7-second improvement mm-hmm. from their last run. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. Which, when you break it down, that's a second and a half per athlete, which could be a handoff or it could just be speed. Yeah. And if you want perspective on who might have competed, it was last time Naya, Tyler, and Justin Charles and Myra Mack. Yep. So maybe some combination of that is probably who Which it is was. also our 4 by one team. So would... Logically makes sense, but there's there's a lot of combination. But it's of a people. longer distance. Probably someone's maybe better at distance as they are to exactly. more of a shorter race. So you wouldn't be surprised if there was someone swapped out. That's exactly right. All right, that's all of the running events. I'm Let's sad. talk about the jumping, the field, the throwing, all that good stuff. We'll start off with the high jump. Uh, in women's, we've got Caroline Lawrence, third out of 14 competitors, 1.76 meters for her, right in the middle of where she's been. Zatori Thompson, a first timer for us, fourth out of 14, 1.76 second, or excuse me, meters, not seconds. Mm-hmm. Allison Tanner, 10th out of 14, 1.66 meters for her. And then the pole vault, one competitor, Lexi Weinweber. Huh? Lionweber. There you go. One of those versions. Ninth out of 11, 3.52 meter jump for her. Vault for her. Jump. Vault. Jump. Women's long jump vault. (laughs) 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 Thank you for that. I was over here trying to take a sip of something. She like almost made me drown over here. I'd have to get in the last word and make sure I'm right. Because it is a vault, not a jump. Back to the women's long jump. We have Natasha Jordan. She plays fifth out of 19 with a jump of 5.75 meters. Then Janaya Jones placed 11th out of 19 with a jump of 5.47 meters. I'm so confused because I want to say vault now. That's what you get. I know. Then followed by Sarah Little placing 12th with a jump of 5.22 meters. So now we've got one competitor in the women's triple jump. Janaya Jones competing in this one as well. Placed 10th out of 13 athletes with her season best and a jump of 11.58 meters. And would like to see a men 
Amen. 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 At least try this for us. Obviously, we don't have anybody. They're over there dominating in the sprint. That's true. They can't be triple jumping. Can't be too upset about it. But it's just another one of those unique events that I want to see us represented on both sides. It it just really looks like these people have too much energy. (laughs) The throwing things now. The shot puts where we're starting. Mara Hualt, 6th out of 25, 15.01 meter throw for her. Jocelyn Budwig, right behind 7th place, 14.93 meter throw for her. The discus, 22 competitors, not as many as the men, but still a good group. Mara Hualt, 5th out of 22, 51.85 meter throw for her. That's her best of the season. Jocelyn Budwig, 6th out of 22, 50.15 meters. Kind of right in the middle, basically, where she's been all season on the discus. Definitely. So, last two events. Women's hammer throw was Jocelyn Budwig placing ninth out of 26 with a throw of 54.86 meters, followed by Danielle Gregory in 12th place with a throw of 51.53 meters, and Mara Hewalt competing for the first time this season with a 16th place finish and a 49.3 meter throw. Other than Mara, who's the first time where these other two were right in the middle of where they've been the entire season. So yep. a lot of consistency. You're exactly right. So finally, we've got women's javelin. Kind of disappointed not to see your girl Kylie Carter. Hey, you know, she got silver. I mean, it's, I, was, I was shocked too when I saw it come across. Who you know? got silver? Oh my goodness. Uh, I just I just saw Carter. Yeah, no, I'm saying Kylie Carter didn't compete. So I wonder if she's just done enough. Do you need a I'm break? I'm thinking she needs a little break. It's probably what it is. But it's sad that she, because I think she's a senior. Yeah. And she didn't do it at the uh, War Eagle. There's invite. a reason. There's always a reason. Of course. But. Hopefully it's not a bad reason. <laughs> well, we did have three competitors and they absolutely killed it. Right. So we had Ashley Carter placing second out of 23 athletes with a throw of 50, nope, 48.87 meters. Then we had Alex Webb placing fifth with her season best of 47.7 meters. Followed by Kiara McCarroll in sixth place with a throw of 46.34 meters. So, you know, sad that we didn't get to talk about Kylie here, but Ashley's been killing it right behind her the entire no, season. Seriously. So she's, you know, deserving that she gets to take center stage. Absolutely. And she did a great job getting uh, silver for us. They all did. I mean, I'm really impressed. They were all top six. That's that's impressive. Not bad of a group of 23. Absolutely. So Auburn is coming right back, of course, because they never take time off. They come back April 24th for a one-day meet in the LSU Alumni Gold Invitational in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You and I have not so fond memories in Baton Rouge. We will never go back to Baton Rouge. but well, Someday, maybe, but not Jessica for... will never go back to Baton Rouge. <laughs> Jessica may or may not have gotten punched in the stomach by an LSU fan. That is 100% fact. And I may or may not have gotten cussed out by a grandmother and a five-year-old, all within five feet of each other going up the stands. I'm going to go with mine was worse. Yours was punched. definitely worse. I, I've never in my life known someone to do that to someone they don't even know. Especially and who wasn't even saying anything? I was just wearing an Auburn shirt. Yep. Like, what the heck? But anyway, that has nothing to do with track and field. But I don't think we've ever been to this meet before. No. Or we've at least talked about it. The LSU Alumni Gold. This feels and super special for It does way. feel very special, and it's a one-day event. So it's going to be either A, jam-packed, or B, they're not going to have all the events. And they're going to have to just call it the LSU Alumni Invitational because we're taking the gold. Ooh. Shots fired. Mic drop. So, thank you all. This has been a wild ride tonight. I'd say it was one of our more comical episodes. So, so. thanks for listening. We hope you all have a spectacular running week. War Eagle. War Eagle.
Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?